You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Back, back, run like a wild man. I watched you struggle and I watched you wrestle with them angels. From Auburn University, Bo Jackson. Good afternoon. The correct Jordan Harris Stadium time is 7.55 p.m. Your digital audio device is tuned into the Origin True Podcast, brought to you cordially by the good folks at Champs Chicken and harbored by collegeandmagnolia.com, the best free source for Auburn sports information. I am Son of Crow, at Son of Crow 2 on Twitter, but you know me, at Son of Crow on Venmo. To one side of me is amateur statistician, the, your engineer, Ryan Starrett. Guess who didn't do show notes? Oh, baby. We are rolling tonight. At Ryan S. Starrett on Twitter. And on the other side of me giving you the full Fort Payne ASMR, you pay the extra money to me on Venmo. Four is at AU Chief. Salute. Greetings, Orange and Truthers. Bienvenue. Tonight, we talk basketball, good and bad. We talk a little baseball preview. And may get into a little bit of football. But first. Ryan wants to do trivia. It's the Orange and True podcast trivia question of the week, 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 week. <laughs> All right, guys. I got a little flack for my uh, tricky wording, apparently. Chief and I, I never implied baseball, okay? I know. I know. Anyways. Whatever. Whatever, man. Chief and I are two and two on trivia. It's true. Everyone thinks we're lousy. This We're 500, and you've tried to stump <laughs> us all five times. Four times. Uh, all right. There are three players in Auburn's 2,000-point club for basketball. Ooh, okay. And I will tell you, I'm talking about men's basketball. Men's basketball. Name two of them. Scotty Pullman. Marco Killingsworth. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) One of the best basketball players we've ever had. Oh, probably. So, 2,000-point club. Marquise Daniels. Do you want me to just tell you if you say one right, or do you want to lock in answers at the end? I'm going Scotty Pullman. You got to name two of them. Yeah, two of them. It's Marquise is a good. And guess. also, let me guess. Charles Barkley. Yeah, n- none of the names you have said, but they've oh, been wow. on this, this top three list. What? Uh, uh, anybody who scored two thousand points for Auburn did any of a person brothers do it? Chuck or Wesley? Y- yes. Or is that is that the list? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Chuck, Chuck and Wesley. Yeah, and that's two of them. Barks. I did it. I did it. I got it right. I named two of them. <laughs> Charles and Wesley Person. Crow knows. Crow knows. <laughs> you have any any idea that the third one is? And I'm going to tell you, you probably don't. John uh, Mengel. John Mengel, yeah. Man, yeah. Close. Chuck, Chuck he holds a lot of the scoring records at Auburn, but no. Shug Jern. Mike Mitchell. Oh, yeah. That's oh. the other guy with his name in the rafters. So. Yeah. Good one. Uh, do we just kind of read through the How list? close is Bryce? Bryce is like 1,400 right now. But this is his yeah, senior this is year. So a yeah. ton of, you you got to have a ton of Marquise points. wouldn't have scored a lot until his, his junior and senior That's year. That's the thing. So. you gotta, you got to play all four years, and you got to score a ton. Basically shoot years. every time the ball touches your hands. Yeah. Or be Marco Killingsworth. <laughs> yeah. So just here's here's the list of, of – I actually got this from the 1,000-point club. But you know, okay. Did Marco have 1,000 points? 
There's no way he was only here like a year and a half. Bro, I think he I think he torched some net while he was here. No way. Okay. Chuck Person, Mike Mitchell, Wesley Person, Eddie Johnson, John Mangel, Ronnie Battle, Chris Morris. Okay. Uh, Frankie Sullivan is in eighth place with 1,500. That's not a shock. I got to get He played forever. If KT had been here all four years, he'd been in the 2,000 club. I love Frankie Sullivan. At nine is Jeff Moore, 10, Marquise Daniels, 11, Scott Pullman. Dwayne Reed, Rasheem Barrett, Frank Ford. Rasheem! Dwayne Reed Reed. Medical Center? Like in L.A.? (laughs) I heard Jeff Moore in the distance on there. It's pretty good. Aaron Swinson, Mm -hmm. Lee DeFore, Gary Redding, Doc Robinson, Stan... Uh, that's a Polish name. I don't know. Okay. Piekwitz. Not going to work here anymore. <laughs> Naga. Frank Tolbert, Daryl Lockhart, Wes Flanagan, KT Harrell. Frank Tolbert, the 6,190. This is not including Jerry. He had, Rice, he, had, he, had, he had 12 fingers. Oh, that's right. Because he had six on each hand. All right. Did you know that about Frank Tolbert? That's one of the first episodes we had oh, called right. Freddie 12 fingers. That's right. <laughs> Frankie 12 fingers. Frankie 12, sorry. Frankie 12 fingers. Wes Flanagan, KT Harrell, Chris Denson, Charles Barkley at 25. Well, he didn't shoot the three. Yeah. Yeah. They probably uh, all the career three-pointers. three-point leader, percentage-wise. Yeah. I think he took like eight attempts. <laughs> don't 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 question me on that. Yeah. Karate Barber, Lance Ween, Bryant Smith, Bubba Price. This is the best Eric Dennison, Pat Berg. Uh, I'm I'm gonna stop here. There's a Ryan like list is our new segment on the podcast. And Jared and Bryce that I didn't include because this was the 2017. Where was uh, Bubakar Silla on that? Uh, oh man, list. I I, I'm not gonna dig through this. Gosh, Ryan. At one point, Auburn <laughs> recruited a seven foot two guy from I think Congo somewhere, and named Bubakar Silla, and he was. The tall, I think he was the tallest player in Auburn basketball history. He was the tallest person on campus. I remember, like, we used to do all these. There was a thing in the media guide about, like, tallest guy, blah, 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 blah. I don't think he played one minute. He may have yeah. maybe one minute of one game, but he I, transferred so out for, like, a year. I'm, he was not good. Yeah, so the, I think the thinking there was we were going for another Mamadou who had yeah. not played a single minute of basketball before he stepped on campus at Auburn, I believe. He was a soccer player from Senegal. <laughs> And uh, was not good when he got here, but was pretty, very good when yeah. he left. His you know last two years. Seven foot two at Auburn? I think Bubakar had, had an issue. Trayvon with Reed. Yeah, yeah still right. playing college basketball. Somehow. That think, is incredible. I think Bubakar had a eligibility issue, too, at some point. There was Maybe. some. Something. Like high school he went to may not have been a real high school. We also had like a, some big giant Croat on the team at that time that also didn't play. Man, so. That was in the Jeff Lebo era. If Hoffman had some great uh, Eastern European talent, Crow would be in heaven. Oh, my gosh. It would be like the Mavs. But the Mavs are about to be, if your last name doesn't end with a C, you probably can't play for the Mavs. They're, about to, they're just going to get a bunch of guys whose last names end in C. And uh, Dirk, Dirk is literally grandfathered in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, like, they're basically like, look, if, if the Soviet Union did not include your country at one point, we don't know if we want you. Just Eastern Europe, please. No Italians and Spaniards. <laughs> That's for the Spurs. Yeah, it's for the Spurs. We want guys with itches at the end of their name. Kristaps <laughs> uh, Porzingis is from Latvia, though. So, but he, that's that is still Eastern Europe. Europe. That's, that's Eastern Bloc. Yeah, yeah, it's true. If there's an Eastern Orthodox cathedral in your town, <laughs> come on over. Oh, man. That was good. Speaking of basketball. Speaking of basketball. Hey, there's Dorian Finney-Smith. Dorian Finney-Smith on the TV. Speaking yeah. of Florida basketball, we played Florida this week. How did it go, Ryan? Well, we were at home, so so it went well. Yeah. Very, very well, I very, very well. Auburn so, played really stinking good against Florida. Like, yeah. That may have been the best basketball Auburn has played 
besides the parts of the first half against the, LS, uh, the LSU game, yeah, that may have been the best basketball my, year. My favorite part of the Florida game was uh, the obnoxious guy behind me that was a Florida fan. Um, as Jared Harper is limping off the floor, he's giddily talking about, oh, Jared's injured. He was calling all of our players by their first names, so he's clearly been watching Auburn basketball. He probably is an Auburn student. He's probably friends with him. Once I Those turned around is. and found out, he, this guy was not a student. Oh. He was like maybe 25, 20, between 25 and 28. He may have worked for the university. Clearly older than me. He may have worked for the um, Or been in grad school, I guess. But he, he's, he's giddily start. oh, Jared's hurt. That means that means McCormick's coming in. That's good. He sucks. Oh, and immediately, immediately, I'm talking immediately. Yeah. How quickly? Immediately. 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 Javon McCormick gets an M one. I and and I, me and um, my buddy Jeremy, who who sits with, who I sit with, we we just went crazy because we had heard this oh, Joker yeah. behind us talking trash. But anyway, that was fun. Texas is home, Javon McCormick. Which yeah. he's from New Orleans, but whatever. It's basically Houston. Yeah, it is basically Houston. So Javon actually had his probably his best game against Florida. And well, then I mean, he only had four points. And then maybe his worst game against yeah. LSU. He only had, he had four points off three of which were from one point. One. But look, yeah. He's got I wrote this in the column about my weight loss that we need we need Javon McCormick to have more points than capital letters in his name per game. He's got four capital letters in his name. He's got to have at least four points. You can't walk out there with four capital letters in your first I'd, last I'd want him to have twice as many points as turnovers. Well, gosh, yeah, that'd be nice. Or just so as many points as turnovers. Yeah. <laughs> so, so in this Florida game, Auburn had only 10 turnovers. We can live with that. We can live with that. Yeah. We only cannot do Horace had three of them. <laughs> Which is okay. He he gets to have the, the bulk of them, I guess. He's a turnover machine. Yeah. He, he travels quite a bit. But Horace had a pretty good game in this one. Six points. He did play well. Uh, seven rebounds, four fouls. It, Horace is like dominoes. He, he's going to be like a 5-5-5 five, five, five guy. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Five points, five, five fouls, five rebounds. Yeah. That's the Horace game. That's fine. That's fine. He uh, Javon McCormick in conference play is estimating a turnover um, for every like uh, <clears throat> on 21.7% of all. It's so one out of five. Uh, yeah, not good. Not so great. maybe the guy behind me was right. But <laughs> no, no. The thing is, Winfrey's good. He yeah. is good. But against LSU, he LSU has good. the best. Oh, that's a good question. Who has the best two guards in the <sighs> SEC? I don't right know. Now? LSU has a claim. Auburn has a claim. LSU has a claim. Tennessee has a Tennessee claim. Tennessee has a claim. Kentucky has a claim. Yeah, there's a couple teams. Florida would probably say they do too, but they don't. Yeah. I would say I would pick those. I would ride with anybody in those no, four. Ole Miss. Ole Miss. They got yeah. some guys. Yeah, but like LSU's guards are the first ones that made Javon McCormick look like he didn't. He was in the wrong league. Yeah. Of course, Jared still had 25 Jared still or whatever it was. Despite looking like he was a little slow at the beginning of the game, just with that angle, he still had a great game. Jared yeah. is uh, Mr. He went, Mr. He went, Automatic. Jared was ranked coming out of high school out of 100. He was a, he was a top 100 recruit. Here's 45th. The, everyone loves to talk, play up. Oh, the yeah, he was. Yeah. They're under-recruited. These guys are just like, nobody. Yeah, yeah. Jared Harper was the 87th player in the nation out of high school. Yeah. That's not bad, guys. Like, top 100 um, recruits, good. Yeah. Chumbo Kiki was 48th. Austin Wiley was 58th. 
and then Danielle Purifoy was 16. It's funny. So well, we have four top 100 recruits. Only guy on this list that was actually under-recruited is Bryce Brown. I guess Austin probably would have gone up if he had stayed um, through the remainder of his senior yeah. year. If, I, he, hadn't, I would if think. he hadn't declared so early. But he came to us before those recruiting. Yeah, mid-season, right? yeah. But anyway, not that it mattered. But, so in this Florida game, this was, like you kind of mentioned, this was like the most complete game Auburn had played, and it was, everybody was playing well. Um, was, yeah. Austin got in for off. like five three, minutes and looked five great. total minutes. Looked did what we needed him to do. Sat back down. We didn't need him the rest. Of the game. I mean, the leading yeah. scorer was Bryce, and he only had fourteen. It was great because everybody contributed. The, the, the bench had several points. I mean, that's how I'd love game. to see us win every game. But yeah. that's not how we're going to win every no. game. Right. I think Luca did another thing in Crow. Yeah. Was <laughs> I was by. trying to hide it. <laughs> Uh-oh. Samir had a great game, 12 points, 5 rebounds. Samir, man. And he played great defense in this yeah, game. Yeah, he did. Samir. He really helped lock down Florida. This is such a funny thing because, like, at the big, at the end of the Florida game, I said, man, Samir Doty is the best thing we've got going this year from compared to last year. We didn't have a guard who could defend like that last <laughs> year. After the Florida, after the LSU game, I was like, if I could trade Samir <laughs> from the top of my head right now, I'd do it. I would trade Samir Doty at a number one pick so, for Mustafa Harris. S- Samir, Samir is unequivocally a better defender than, than Mustafa yeah. Harris. Yeah. And for the most part, a smart player. doesn't turn He's the ball over. Player. But neither did Mustafa. Mustafa right. wasn't a turnover machine either. Except for the travels. Which yeah. He, two or three of every Except game. for when he just decided he was going to dunk, whether it was there or not. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's... He's hot and cold on offense. Like it's Samir. And you're not gonna get an automatic 15, 17 points out of him. That's no, and that's the thing. Mustafa was a guaranteed double digit scorer every yeah. night. And Auburn doesn't have but two of those this year, and that really is showing. We got two guys that you know are giving you ten, at least ten. Chuma we're, is we're getting Chuma, there to three. Chuma's, Chuma's getting the really good couple. Chuma weeks can have a play. great game and still not get into double digit scoring though. That, that's so that's in this Florida game, he was stinks. eleven and eight, and he and then that was almost all in the first half. Right, I feel like we said before, yes, huge first the, half, and then kind of cools down in the second half. Yep. He's averaging ten and a half points a game in conference, right? And what, like six rebounds, probably in conference play, which is all that matters. He's averaging seven rebounds, ten and a half points, seven rebounds, almost two two assists, a steal. And a block. I mean, that's good. That's great. That's pretty Those good. Are great numbers. That's all SEC numbers. I yeah. Think. If he could just get two more points. Yeah. One yeah. more bucket, Chuba. Two more points. One more bucket. If he could average uh, 12 in conference play, that is, that is a big, big deal. Yeah, he is uh, currently the fifth all-time in career box plus minus of the SEC. So, I want to do a little update on Since these three points yeah. versus two points. You know, we, we do the math yeah. each week. Yeah. Kind of sarcastically. In this Florida game, Auburn shot. 36% from three and 59% from two. So the math says two is actually better. Yeah, but just barely. Just barely. We which is, which is kind of mystifying because, you know, Florida was a pretty big team. We said had good forwards. So, we would have but look at the guys three. who shot threes is the question. So, like, well, we started taking mid-range Against jumpers. Florida, what was Bryce shooting three versus two? Uh, Bryce, four, six from two and two and six from three. So two and four, six, six from two is pretty good. <laughs> two and six from three, that's that's nice. That's six points. Yeah. Yeah. But and so he should have shot a lot more. Take that into the LSU game where Auburn was on fire Man. in the first half. I, I think if you'd have told me we were going to make 11 three-pointers in the first half and lose a game, 
I don't know, like, man, we must have been just playing the worst defense I've ever. And we did. Here's the we thing. played horrible yeah. defense, and so, we, we played really bad on offense, other than Auburn, making shots. Yeah, Auburn shot amazing in this game. Auburn shot 42% from three and 61%. We just couldn't two, get the darn the, ball across half court. <laughs> how many turnovers do you think we turnovers. had in the game? Like 20 turnovers? 19 turnovers. Yep. Guys, that's double what we had before. We've lost. Hey, guess what? We have 19 games, turnovers. You're probably going to lose the game. Yeah, I don't care what you shoot because you're usually not going to shoot that one from three. That was my whole concern at halftime. Is we had made 11 threes and we were up by three points. Yeah. yeah. So I and, and LSU took I remember 16 you were more shots, and I was thinking, surely, gonna, <laughs> like, there's no way that a, a team with as many upperclassmen guards as Auburn has. It's not going to fall apart. It's going to continue to turn the ball over at this rate. And they did. Like, but it, but it wasn't Jared. Jared did five. five a bunch of turnovers. Yeah, did, did five. Oh, okay. Horace had his three. Horace had <laughs> three. I remember those three. I remember Horace turned the ball over in so many, like, middle school basketball ways. And then ev- uh. everybody had some. Uh, Samir had two. Bryce had two. Chuma had one. Anthony had one. Malik had two. Malik had a couple of big like, howlers. Yeah. They were howlers. Yeah. And then it wasn't just a turnover. Malik had a bad game against LSU, yeah. I thought. They yeah. scored on every turnover. Oh, every turnover. Yeah. Every turnover, points. every inbound. Yeah. And that was – so well, Auburn – people want to say Auburn got out coached. We lose some games. We didn't. We got. We might have gotten out schemed against LSU on inbounds because that is yeah. 100% scheme. There's no – like. Talent or recruiting, we couldn't stop it. It's, yeah, it's a hundred percent. It was like Everton it. with uh, uh, free kicks. Yeah. Oh God. So well, for those, for, for, you yeah, don't know this. No idea. <laughs> Everton will give away three free kicks in a game, and they'll give up three goals. It is a corner or one a reason why near the box. Everton fan is because it's it's. There's not one problem with it, Everton. Football. It's the most insane. It's every, everything is a problem. Bro, I think they they will just play. go full Everton hater at this point. They, oh, I, you know, I, you don't have to be. Most <laughs> Everton fans are bigger Everton haters than anybody <laughs> yes. else. Yes. The, the this weekend, and, and I'll make this brief. This weekend, they played Watford. Watford, Ryan. You ever heard of Watford? Watford? It's Elton yeah. John's no, not team. Watford. It's Elton John's team. Yeah, he owns. The stadium. Say, the stadium. I, I, I say Ellis Johnson's team. Elton John. Uh, <laughs> Elton John. <laughs> Elton, Elton Johnson was. Elton John was, Elton John was a Boston. famous singer in the seventies, uh, eighties, and nineties. Uh, he wrote the Lion. He's King got songs. his. He's he got, got his. He wrote the Lion Auburn King Reed. songs. That's Lion right. King was a Disney movie that came out in nineteen ninety three. No, Ryan knows Elton John because his picture is yeah. in Auburn <laughs> Arena along with Jimmy Buffett and like Billy Graham and Whitney Houston. The weirdest Elton John. Where? Because he played it. You gotta, oh, you gotta right, sit upstairs right. to see it. Yeah, in okay. the cheap seats. Right. Uh, anyway, cheap seats in the club level. <laughs> <laughs> they played. Uh, they played Watford, and they played pretty good most of the match. Gave up a corner that actually wasn't a corner. The referee. Look, this is shocking. It was awful. SEC they refs. scored off the corner. Watford win once, win nil. So it's whatever. a. Anyway, back yeah, to the well, score. <laughs> When you can't defend inbounds, Charles Barkley, to his credit, one time on TNT, I remember watching the game, and he made a brilliant basketball point that he does, but once a night, he will make a basketball point that'll make you go, oh yeah, that's why he gets paid to talk about basketball. (laughs) It's not just because he says outrageous things, but he said, uh, there is no reason defensively you should ever allow a point on an inbounds play because the guy inbounding the ball can't score, right? On the inbounds play. He can't shoot from out of bounds. So you're playing five defenders versus four offensive players every, every inbounds play. So if you give up an easy two, like Auburn did, layups on inbounds plays, 
That's that is four people beating five. Yeah, which is awful. It's the worst. And so I couldn't figure it out. It's a shorthanded goal. I watched. Yeah, it's like I couldn't figure out what they were doing either. Like I couldn't figure out what was going wrong. I couldn't figure out who's making the mistakes. And so I'm sure Bruce was having a heck of a time figuring out what was going on. Well, they wouldn't let him pass the line on the court. God. <laughs> so, so the fact that and the referee was bad on both sides in that game. It wasn't just. I am not the guy who wants to sit here and tell you the referees lost all the game. Referees didn't commit all those turnovers. I get that. We didn't let them come back from being down twenty points to within three at the in the first half. We also, they also right. didn't give up twenty something offensive rebounds. Yeah, right. But the referees cost Auburn three free throws that would have tied, would have tied yeah. the game. Yeah, potentially tied the game, and that is one hundred percent true. Twice on that same possession, by the, the way, because two guys got fouled, and before that. The referees did not call a foul that Bruce about killed a man about. They also didn't call five seconds on the inbound on the play before, which, which was, was pretty, five seconds. We, think we got a five seconds. Yeah. We got we him for another ball, five. Turned the ball over oh, again, God. and then they got another five seconds. And, but they didn't call it. It was that. Bruce Bruce was the best I've ever seen him. I, and then I Bryce really, Brown. I'm surprised. Bryce Brown didn't. Go the fact that he didn't go up to a referee and yell at the referee who didn't call him being like they they ran up under his leg yeah. at the end of the game. That's unsafe basketball. It's just that's it's bush league. And again, it goes to my earlier point: the referees are refereeing too many games. They are exhausted because they don't they don't standardize the officiating in, in the NCAA. It's an absolute joke. That there's not one college basketball fan that I know of. They're like, oh yeah, college basketball. We've got great refs. I think we need to go to robots. Or, honest with you, or at least like another another more ref, ref, more refs, hire more, more refs, five guys per game. Or like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I I know my answer is change the rules, change the block charge rules to where it's not as much of a complete crap show. Like, yeah, it's a it's a crap toss as to like it is who gets the block or who gets the charges. You've no idea who's going to get it until the ref makes this call, and then. Every time the announcer's like, well, I can see how it's that. <laughs> yeah, of course, because it's a complete judgment call. Yeah. As to whether it's a block or a charge. Make that a little clearer. Get rid of some of this other nonsense. Make it a 24 second shot clock, four quarters. Let's play basketball at the NCAA level, not whatever it is that they're doing. Yeah. That's my, my referee rant. It's a, there's a lot more problems with college basketball than just Doug shows. He is a problem, but it's a systemic issue. I feel like Bruce would have murdered him in the moment. It's like, a stage actually, game, right? Him. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just Doug shows. I was thinking about Doug shows. Oh, Ted, Teddy yeah. Valentine. Those have got to be yeah, stage those names. Are, those are stage names. <laughs> man, I, I, if I was a college ref, I wouldn't give up my real name either. Oh man, that's a good idea. <laughs> man, you think about that. That's a good idea. Right. To have a fake name if you're a <laughs> well, college ref. All right, let's, let's move on to previewing next week. We we can sit here and rant for the yeah. whole hour if you guys want us to, but I think you've heard us do that enough times at this point. Look, this team isn't. Doing as well as we wanted them to this year. Because maybe we had expectations right. that were outrageous. We're Auburn still, fans, really? Yeah. We're still going to make the tournament. Uh, I'll keep saying that until we don't. Um, we're projected as a seventh seed. Yeah. Like like it's, we're in the like we the went pack. up in Ken Palm yeah. after a loss, so it's fine. It's fine. fine. It's fine. Ken Palm we just can't be at this point. The only thing that could We just can't beat would, anybody that's a top 30 team. Well, except for Washington. Yeah, if Washington and Alabama just start tanking, yeah, it could make Auburn look bad. Yeah. But the moment, like, 
We'll have to look I'd be good. okay with that. Blood Alabama tank. We probably have Mississippi State again on the schedule. We can probably beat them. Yeah, yeah. that would look. That'll the look end really of our good. schedule is tough. The last three games are Mississippi State. Uh, well, last four games are Kentucky, Mississippi State, Bama, and Tennessee. You win. Mississippi State at home, Kentucky away, Bama away, Tennessee, Tennessee at home. home. So you go. You go two and two against that. That's not bad. And you're you're probably moving up in Ken Palm quite yeah, a bit. Yeah. You don't have to win every game in basketball. Yeah, thank God. Until the tournament. All right, so who are we playing tomorrow or Wednesday? Wednesday. Time to get revenge on Ole Miss. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, got Bring them back into Auburn Arena after a gross game on the road earlier in the season. Yeah. I really, really hope. How have they been doing since then? Not great. I mean, they, they had the, their okay. first two games, they beat, can, they beat Auburn and somebody. Let me take a look at that. Anyway, State. I know that they, they, they started State. off really well yeah. in their uh, – Six and four in conference, doing oh, better than Auburn. Doing better than us. Um, yeah. But they're, I mean, they're still one of the best guard teams in the SEC. They got Brian Tyree. And where did I just have that? Oh, wow. Okay. I sound. Pop quiz, right? Oh. I'm, Who has the highest PER in conference play amongst, among scholarship players for Auburn? Among scholarship Two. players. Yeah, because yeah. Devontae Williams, Cole Black, Suck, and Miles oh, Parker yeah. are top three. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Chuma. Chuma. No. No. And we're going to just all Dan Jail Purifoy. What if I told you it was Dan Jail Purifoy? That's because he had like an office rating. Who had a not great game against LSU, by the way. No, but he had a couple. He had an and one and a three. Yes. Pretty good. Yeah. He had a streak there where he kind of was like, wait a minute. Also, I can take this game over. I should. I should. I should love D'Angelo a lot more than I do because he never misses a free throw. So, yeah, he really love that. He shoots really good. I love guys that can make free throws. But the problem is he doesn't shoot He actually holds the record for most consecutive free yeah, throws. Yeah, I know. I know. That, that, he my, missed, that, was, that was almost a question. He there. missed one free throw his freshman year. He's only like 73% right now. Red, red shirt freshman year. He needs to get to the line more. He's only shooting free throws for every 0.26% mm. of his shots. Yeah. As great. opposed to a Jared Harper who shoots a free throw for every... Forty percent of the other shot. We did not hit our free throws in that game. And we haven't all season. Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Well, that's true. We yeah. So, so they, they got Brian Tyree and Terrence Davis. They're two really good guards. Um, Chief they, is sitting on a creek. Sorry, am I? No, just I think it might be me as well. No, it's okay. we got these little stools, and I'm I'm not the smallest. No, guy. we're t- we're recording this from inside of a crypt. That's the <laughs> that's what you're hearing. So they 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 shoot a lot of threes at Ole Miss, but they're not that good at them. That's fine. They're, they're like, Brian, I'm tired of you telling me that people can't do, aren't very good at things, and then they this, turn out to be very good at those things when with, play them. Imagine Auburn fans with this stat line. Ole Miss shoots the 90th most threes in the country. Not a ton, but a lot. We 90th out of 350. Uh-huh. 90th. That's Ole, they're, they're also 324th in three-point percentage. They shoot 31% from three. Are we – we've got to be – Higher than 90th within like the power conferences, though. Got to be. Look, you guys, people think we shoot too many threes. Those people are idiots. Because, <laughs> well, yeah. Because that is basketball. We, we do shoot 19. We do shoot the ninth most amount of threes in the country. Oh, well, we're. Go. Okay. Uh, sorry, that's, we're, not, we're ninth in made. Ninth 16th, in made. 16th in attempts. Okay. okay. And right. we should, we're shooting 38% of the year. Nice. So I'll, I'll take those numbers. But uh, yeah, Ole Miss. Y'all, y'all talk for a little bit. Well, right. so, oh, talk amongst yourselves. Uh, <laughs> Ole Miss, uh, we got to beat them. 
because I I hate <laughs> that's oh hard analysis that you hope I, I'll never G. forget that night that Marshall Henderson went insane <laughs> in uh, Auburn Arena on his way to the Iraqi League. What's wrong? Yeah. So so that was last year's stats. Oh great, that's okay. That's cool. the, and I thought this, but I saw the numbers and thought, hey. oh well, maybe what it's I almost I got pretty good at I the got three this year's stats here. right here, and I didn't correct you. Actually, which is... is shooting thirty-seven percent from three this year. There's seventy-six in the country. But, pretty good. But now they're two hundred and twenty-sixth in threes attempted. So I don't know what's going on with that. Well, I mean, math says the less you take, the higher your percentage will be if you hit them. That's true. That's true. That is Gosh, if you didn't know this was a math podcast when you tuned in, but now it is. The more points you score, the more often you win. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Every time. As long as you can defend. Yeah. So we got Ole Miss. Who else do we have before the next time we record, Ryan? Do we really want to talk about it? Let's talk. We got to go to Vandy. Look, at some point, we have to go up there and just beat them off of that. We're going to lose. Chief, I'm telling you right Not now. Not with that, dude. I'm telling you right you now. We're do gonna what I want to do. Okay. We're gonna lose. Auburn. I, all I want because I hate that gym. Never been in it, but I just I hate looking. It's terrible. It. it looks like you're in a theater. I hate looking at the gym on TV. All that I want. So what is Auburn. it about Nashville and putting the dang side, the the teams on the end line? The only country, only place in the country, only that, that place in the country, and the other gym in Nashville has Belmont? the same, Bridgestone Arena has the same thing. What Wait for they, the SEC tournament. That, that city is just the worst for basketball. Ooh. Then, oh okay, maybe yeah, here you're the worst. Yeah, unless you would go to a basketball. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure Bridgestone has the, is the one with the same I, thing. I, if not that, then they have the huge. I know they have the huge freaking step up. Yeah. it's a hockey arena. That's right? like a, every it's awful. Every still. like I hate it. NBA arena. You should not be allowed yeah. to have any sort of uh, yeah basketball game there if you have to if you're team is sitting below the court. Anyway. Look, Nashville's great if you're going on a bachelorette party. <laughs> but the rest of the time, there's a lot better cities in the South to go to. I will say that. And or if you so, want to go to a great uh, learning institution such as uh, Vanderbilt University. Oh, this is such as Belmont. Now, uh, Belmont. It's pretty good too. If you best team in their conference, if you like Vanderbilt, go to this game. If you're an Auburn fan, an Origin Truther, we got I a know James Jones is going. going. Yeah, well, uh, Dr. McLaughlin. Dr. McLaughlin will make the trip. Be loud. Because I all think national resident Drew, uh, Drew McCracken will be there. Nice. That's three. <laughs> a triumvirate. Oh, yeah. J- did we say James? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Also James. So <laughs> if we can get... Look at Tori Lydia shout out. All that I oh, want Lydia. Is she as an Auburn Lydia? fan I assume so. for this stupid team to do is to just murder Vanderbilt. Oh, I, I would love court. for that to happen. Yes. I just don't just believe it. Just run them off the court. The thing. They if haven't won lose, a game this if, year. If we lose to Vanderbilt this weekend... That will be their first conference win. They haven't won a game in 2019. <laughs> we should, jeez. We, we shouldn't be a tournament team. I'll now, say it. We should this could be, be the Everton fan in me that has also brought me to this low place. But this is just a setup for for whoever. A classic trap game? Whoever can't score on their team, they're going to score a lot of points. And they're going to win just because. Chief, that is the wrong kind of attitude. <laughs> Power of positive thinking, guys. We are going to go in there. I'm telling you right now. I, I have, really want to. I want Bryce to Brown's going to have 32 dead gun points. They sound so bad. There's no way we could lose unless they everybody. do have a first round pick on the team, though. Who? Actually, two. One of them's injured, but they have two. What? 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 Sinisola Shitu. That is a real name. Excuse me. Whoa! This you're, is a, Jack. What Jack, we're going to need an MA rating on this. Yeah, he's a freshman forward. He's a, he's a big boy. He's six ten, two forty. 
averaging 12.7 rebounds a game. Shit, uh, not gonna not gonna work here six, anymore six, anyway. Six, not to make the joke again. <laughs> what, Ryan? <laughs> He's Canadian. <laughs> so you're telling me they I also have a six point. Hey, remember when we have Canadian on our team and not Malcolm Canada? He was not from Canada. Canadian. Uh, I uh, I keep up Matthew a little bit with the National Basketball Association. I am. Look, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I just have not been. He's, he's a late first round pick in a lot of the projections right now. Well, they've got they two also guys. A, they also have. A, I think uh, Darius Garland, uh, another freshman. He's hurt. Yes, I do but, know that. Yeah, and he was. That may be why they're not very. That may be why they're not. Uh, yeah, outside of those guys. I mean, here's the thing: they're starting the Falcons' quarterback, Matt Ryan, is on this team. Oh man, not a not a good look. Matt, this is offseason work. Simi Sola Shitu, you're right. See, I'm not 6'10", 240 pounds from Burlington, Ontario. Wow, guys. So they have him, and they have another six foot ten Kiwi. So you're thinking that this guy? They always get from New Zealand. Yeah. They always get New Zealanders and Australianers. So he was the seventh best. I didn't keep up with recruiting Aussies. last year in basketball, but he was apparently the seventh best recruit in America. Yeah. Or in the yeah, yeah Vandy had Vandy. This has been a disappointment of a year for Vandy. They yeah, had you're two not top twenty me. recruits. This is making me scared. Real for real scared. We're going to lose these guys. Jeez. They've just been underperforming. What if I told you that <laughs> this is going to be the Dan Joe Purifoy game? I wouldn't believe you. Actually, or if I'm Austin Wiley, I'm looking at this game. I have this game circled yeah. with a red highlighter, and I'm red highlighter. They make red highlighters. I feel like it's a bad idea. Pink, a pink <laughs> highlighter, and I'm gonna look at it, and I'm saying, "Look, this guy's supposed to be a six foot eleven forward, gonna go to the NBA. Guess what? The heck, I am a six foot eleven forward, hoping to still go to the NBA. Yeah, Austin better come out like this is the game that's gonna earn him a contract because it could be if Austin Wiley, if this guy's all that, if Austin only comes out and has a 2010 game, by that I don't mean the year 2010, I mean 20 points and 10 rebounds. <laughs> well, he was five years old. Yeah. <laughs> if this guy has a game like like that, like a 2010 double-double type game. I'm going to be honest with you, I don't, I, don't, I don't see him. I hope he gets in the game long enough I know. to have that. I know. They've been giving him on kind of a minutes restriction. He'd be on a pitch count. Probably, probably to keep him healthy. He had a terrible game against LSU. He got three fouls in three minutes. Yeah. That's true. You know why I want to meet Vandy the most, though? The stupid Jim? They got a scale on their team named Saban. Oh. Saban? Saban. Saban. Oh. <laughs> she was like, I don't get it. <laughs> Saban. Salmon? Salmon. Saban. Saban. He's actually their PR. Salmon Rusty? Salmon Rusty. Controversial. I think. <laughs> So uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to get a fatwa put on. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, guys. Uh, Vanderbilt and Ole Miss. Man, I hate this week of Auburn basketball. <laughs> it sounds like a. There are two week. teams that you really don't want. You don't want to lose to. Don't want to lose to. Don't want to even care about. But I really don't like either one of them. Golly, we Ol- have to name this week the Khaki Bowl week. This is the Khaki Bowl week. Yeah. Don't All lose. Right. Let's talk a little bit of a different sport. A sport that. I don't really care a ton about. Well, I want to do some champs and chumps. Oh, yeah, you know, let's do take a break, do some champs and chumps. All right, take a quick break. Is it really football without a tailgate party? I don't think so. Hi, I'm Scott Armstrong of Champs Chicken and Beeline Foods. Let us do the cooking for your game day get together. Delicious Champs Chicken is always a crowd pleaser. And with Beeline Foods, great selection of tasty snacks and ice cold drinks including our awesome craft beer selection where your one-stop tailgating shop. Champs Chicken and Beeline Foods. Fuel up, eat, drink, and think like a champ. 
Opelika Road, next to Auburn Furniture. And we're back. Thanks so much to Champ's Chicken. Hey, I heard a rumor that Champ's Chicken might be naming a sandwich after us. If that's really? the case, I'm stoked. What, what, was it, what would it be called? The Orange and Truly Good Chicken oh, Sandwich. Oh, that would, would be, be a spicy chicken? No, be an orange chicken sandwich. Orange, orange chicken. chicken. Yeah. yeah. Orange, orange and truly good chicken sandwich. You think they got a good orange chicken? At he told me, as far as I know, that's going to be the case. Insider okay. tip. Yeah. I was told. From your favorite podcasters. He was asking for, maybe, he said, uh, maybe I'll name some chicken sandwiches after Auburn Twitter, which I think if he did, he becomes the actual, like, king of Auburn Twitter. <laughs> if he begins naming things after Auburn Twitter people. But then I was like, well, why not an orange and truly good chicken sandwich? Here we go, guys. All right. This is I, one of my dreams in life is to have a sandwich named after me, period. <laughs> Look, if you remember the very first episodes of this podcast, that's oh, what we did. Yeah, we sandwich, sandwich, spot, sandwich yeah. Sandwiches are, is an, sandwich is an amazing, uh, amazing meal. We got to be like a good sandwich. Tired, they're they're sandwich right are they? Chicken tender subs are six ninety nine. Oh, Publix those are currently. I like the, I like to get boar's head uh, meats. But not hopefully yes. No, but yeah, yeah. Starts making chicken sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Then my chicken you know what would be great? Just get, get you a, 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 a <coughs> what is it? A, I don't know what you're talking about. Like a sub. What was that bread called? Uh, there's a name. Hoagie. Well, whatever. Yeah, a hoagie what, bread. Hoagie. Whatever they're... Whatever Guys the bread roll. it's called, uh, get one of those. A baguette. A baguette. There, there we go. Is. Then go to uh, Champs. Cut that sucker open. Oh, put man. your chicken in there. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. You guys want to go to Champs? No, we got to keep doing <laughs> baseball. We got baseball. Oh, well, are we going to do Champs? No, Champs and Chumps. Oh man, I'm getting ahead of myself twice. No, no, sorry. We're, we're just teasing everybody. All right, the, uh, you're with the baseball. You're Champs of the week. You guys got Champs of the week. Um, yeah, no, yeah, salty. I knew I got a chump. Boy, yeah, I got, I got a chump. Um, champs, champs, champs. Pep Guardiola, champ of the week. Well, woo, hey, buddy, there's uh, one way to get gold. Me, you from. know, you know who's champ of the week? Me. Okay. Because last Tell week I picked up Sergio Aguero, my fantasy yes. Premier League team. Sergio Coon Aguero. Yes, Coon, my boy Coon, as I call him. <laughs> K U N. Careful for those yes. that. Uh, uh, he scored a hat trick. Uh, this weekend, yeah, it's on, and on their way to what six nil. Sergio Cunaguero <laughs> plays for Manchester City. He has as many hat tricks in the past five years as like six different Premier League teams do. It's incredible. Yeah, he's he's incredible. He's a one person hat trick, which um, means he scores three goals. My him. champ of the week is Lydia. As good as Joseph, but, yeah. <laughs> the eternal champ of the week. Eternal champ of the week. Uh, running out of champ of the week. I already said Pep Guardiola. The, the six nothing Chelsea game is incredible. That's got to be <laughs> it's wild. <isn't> it? <laughs> when they, Destroyed a top flight Premier League team like it was Haiti versus Germany. I mean, it made Chelsea look like they were Everton or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to start with my chump of the week. Okay. Oh. That's whoever decided to break into my wife's car at oh. church this past weekend. At church. Broke a window. Didn't even take anything, but kind of, it's kind of made. Kind of wish they had taken something. I had two thoughts when you when you told us about this. Is I was like, God, that is the worst. And I thought, man, that's a genius idea. For some sort of for some sort of uh, criminal. Chief, are you turning yourself? No, in? no, no. Criminal mind, like. Uh, well, oh, I bet you meant like competing Church of Christ. Like, no, because no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to go to that one. It's dangerous. Uh, <laughs> that could also be <laughs> the church wars. Yeah, have begun. Um, no, I just thought, man, what a soft target. They're all in there. They're probably. Singing, can't hear anything Especially outside. Especially when you have a large student population. There was a church in my hometown yeah. that gave discounts yeah. stuff in cars. Yeah, well, I'm surprised they weren't just running through there, opening, seeing who left theirs unlocked. Yeah. 
There were church in my hometown that gave out like discount Del Chico's one year, I think. But that was like come to the Easter service and give <laughs> 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 certificate. So it wouldn't put it past me if the opposite was true. Uh, Don't go to their church. We're breaking your car. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that stinks. Yeah, uh, that is that. I'll, I'll add that to my chump of the week too. Chump of the week, yeah. Chump? Whoever that is, is the chump of the week. If you listen to this, are you podcast, sure? At least this was didn't, you. Yeah, didn't oh, take anything. Man, from you you're guys, the chump, right? No. What? So, so they so, broke into another good. car after they didn't find right. anything in ours, right? And ran up like a thousand dollar grocery bill at Kroger. Huh. What? And so yeah. So like I don't know how they've been caught yet, but whatever. Huh. I digress. Thousand dollar grocery bill. Well, that is a smart move. At sell a grocery. If you sell a so I'm guessing what they probably did is they went, they were hungry, took the card, they swiped it once for like $5 or something to see if it wasn't canceled and it worked. Because this, this happened to me. And then they... The chief is turning himself in. <laughs> no! What's going on? Here? <laughs> no, I, I dropped my uh, debit card on the ground somewhere and yeah. someone picked it up. They went to Walmart. They charged $5 on it. Okay. And then they charged $25 on it and stuff. And then they charged $500 on it. And Regents called me and was like, hey, this hey, is man. weird activity. At the same Walmart? Hey, man, yeah, you're forgetting to buy stuff? Yeah. And this is like, like more stuff? Because, they, because that's, a, that's a typical thing. They right. use it to see if you've canceled it. They use it again to see if it's still going up. And then they'll just put as much on it as they can. So I had my uh, debit card number stolen from the same ATM two years in a row. Went yeah, back, went, went back to the ATM. Like, surely this ATM is not <laughs> Sure, it's like getting struck by lightning. Sure, it's ATM in the middle of this decrepit downtown in Saudi Arabia. Oh, wow. Well, okay. Yeah. All All of things are like coming together. $400 charge on my debit card at some bookstore in a country I, I feel don't like, anymore. I feel like oh, you're, you're wait a minute. playing with fire when you use an ATM in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's in the IKEA parking lot. I thought, I'm sure it's going to be safe. IKEA. That's odd. Yeah. Um, Ikea, as they call it in Germany. So we play baseball. Yeah. This weekend. Fun. We didn't do chumps the week, other than the guy that, that robbed that was, you guys. That's a mega chump. A lot of chumps. Yeah, a lot eternal of chumps eternal chump of the week. Us <laughs> us for thinking that a three-point lead against LSU was safe. <sighs> well, I didn't. A, a lead in a sport in Baton Rouge. <laughs> That's, yeah. Uh, I had a friend whose car was stolen today, too, by the way. Maybe he's the same guy. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, never mind. Toad. He thought it was stolen. <laughs> yep. Towing is the... This is a friend of mine who's still, who's still an Auburn student. I so, don't think he realized that's the normal current. I should have told him, hey, man, if you haven't had your car towed three times by the time you graduate... You well, it's not as right. bad as it used to be. Oh, now. really? Uh, no. Man. I've never seen HDK towing companies people towing around. One of my favorite... I'm not going to name which Auburn basketball player this was. When we were in college... An Auburn basketball player had his Tahoe stolen. Frank Tolbert. Oh, okay. That guy was him. I didn't want to blow up his spot. No, I didn't. I'm sorry. Finger and he broke into the, the lot and then drove his car through the fence <laughs> yeah. to break his car out of the jail. Yeah, jail. and got arrested. Got arrested. It's a great Auburn basketball But anyway. I, I read it. It was in the Plainsman. Yeah. He was, I love it. He was a hero. He was. A hero. To all of I us. had a friend that also broke his own car out of HDK telling. Gosh. Those guys were scum. Yeah. And so... If you're listening uh, to this HDK towing... Eat it. Yeah, um, we don't really care. <laughs> stick it. Um, yeah, anyway. But we'd love for you to sponsor the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they exist anymore. I don't. Ryan, tell us why Big Blue Towing is better. And also, 
Let's talk a little. Are bit. they related to Big Blue Bagel? No, but there's oh, no tone. No, no, the Big Blue. I know. Uh, he's way too chill. I've had experience yeah, with him. He's way too chill. <laughs> he loves basketball. Wish, yeah. Um, talk to me a little about baseball. So I'm I'm going to defer to Drew McCracken, our resident baseball expert. He's got a great so, article. Yeah, yeah. So like, go look hey, on the I site. went to a practice, you guys. You could yeah. you could defer to me. <laughs> yeah, a mega college baseball fan. Son, Son of a crow. crow. <laughs> so anyways, he's got some great write-ups for the season coming up uh, this weekend. Read through those. That's going to give you way more information than we can here. Who we play right. this weekend, right? We got Georgia Southern this weekend. Yeah, pretty, that's not a, yeah. not a bad uh, matchup. Uh, okay, so we're doing this again. So, <laughs> this so is Auburn Auburn's baseball. Come Auburn's on, Auburn's we're not Blue talking Braves. But this Auburn Speaking team has of. a pair of studs on the team. Yeah. One on the mound, one at shortstop, yeah. and Tanner Burns and Will Holland. Oh, Will Holland. And they're, so Tanner's going to be here two more years before he goes to draft. He's definitely going to be a high pick, filling in uh, Casey Mize's role yeah. as the Friday service. Ah, Mize, we're going to miss that guy. Yeah. And Will Holland playing shortstop. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest, I don't have a great scouting report of him, but I'm going to share a story. And Will, if somehow you're listening to this, sorry. <laughs> uh, he was actually a freshman at Collinsville High School, my, my high school, uh, when I was a senior. One of my Really good friends was starting the regional final game or whatever it was. Basically, lose and go home. Uh, his last game that he got to pitch in high school mm-hmm. during a complete game had an RBI. Look at me. I think he gave up four four unearned runs and a loss because old Will Holland here had a couple errors at short. As a freshman, well, yeah, yeah, he's a freshman. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna cut up some slack for that. But man, I, you gotta imagine my surprise. He's 15 years three old. Three years, three years later, I look at the Auburn uh, roster and oh, I remember. Him. Actually, he was 14 years old. Like, what are you? <laughs> but yeah, so he's actually uh, a stud. Real he's good. Gonna get, he's gonna get paid next year. He is um, not Jay Collins' father. I don't Auburn think. great Jay Collins. Who's Father's name is also Jeffrey Holland, uh, but I don't believe he is his father. So where is he in the Holland rankings for Auburn? Um, well, last I checked, Will Holland did not stop Aaron Murray on the goal line. That's fair. So he's he's one level below Jay Collins. But say Mud, another great Sensei Mud. That's right. The other Jeff Holland, right? Man, he would have done wonders on this Auburn football team this past year. Sensei Mud. Anyway, Will Holland, Jeffrey Holland, Jay Holland, and Jeff Holland—that's Jay Collins' dad—that didn't play at Auburn, but was a part of Auburn Honorable for a while. But that's yeah. first the song's coming up. No, Jeff Holland is great. Will Holland really might be the best Holland we've had on. Yes, yeah. he's he's going to be a high draft pick next year, uh, and props to him. He I think that's kind of a testament to what Butch has been doing uh, since he got to Auburn. We were kind of you know, not doing so hot. Uh, especially with Sonny Galloway, but even kind of the years before that. Oh, yeah. Um, no, it, uh, look, Auburn's Auburn, putting out top-end talent. Auburn has struggled since How Mummy left. Right. Um, wait, I'm sorry, say that again? Auburn has struggled since How Mummy left. How who? How Baird. How Baird, sorry. Not How Mummy is a football coach. <laughs> Good Air raid. Yes, that's... that's <laughs> Auburn has struggled Mike, since Mike Hal- mentor. <laughs> Yo, Auburn did struggle against Hal Mummy. Yeah. <laughs> but not on the diamond. No, not on the diamond. Uh, Sorry. Hal Baird. Yeah, and just said Auburn's Auburn baseball is kind of the same spot as on the football right now. Yeah. Where this is a really good team. 
that might finish seventh in the conference. <laughs> Dude, Auburn baseball has it way worse than Auburn football. If you if you just look at it, like every good team in the country is in the SEC, right? And they can all give like well, not all. A lot of them can offer full supplemental scholarships rather than just the half scholarships that Auburn has. Yeah. Um, it's Auburn's just a real unfair advantage. Wait, Auburn can't offer the same scholarships in baseball. That other no, can? no, you didn't know this. I didn't know that. It's a conference um, thing, isn't it? I, I think it's a conference thing. Wait, so other conference They give half scholarships. Auburn does. Yes. But Vanderbilt doesn't. Um, Vanderbilt can do whatever they private. want. They're private. Oh, okay. Um, Nerds. The, uh, like South Carolina. So anywhere that has a lottery. So Georgia, they they don't offer full scholarships. They still have the half scholarships, but they have the supplemental hope scholarships right. they give these guys. Um, Mississippi has some other deal where they can they offer um, supplemental stuff. I'm not going to get political, but Alabama should probably have a lottery at this point. Uh, maybe, yeah. I, you know, I tax on the dumb, but well, sorry. People who are voting against it. People well, who are no, lobbying against it are Mississippi <laughs> buddy coming and, in and lobbying against it. And Georgia. Mississippi yeah. boosters. And Tennessee. And Florida. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've got no problem with having a lottery. So, so speaking of Auburn football being in a similar situation, the S and P rankings came out today. Oh, we're talking a little football oh, now, we're guys. Turn the page here. Nice transition. All right, yeah. go ahead and tune in. We couldn't have done that before. I called Hal Bear and Hal Mummy. <laughs> go ahead and tune <laughs> I in. I want to know the truth or fans like that four one. times. Auburn, everybody knows that the Origin True Podcast is your source for free, unadulterated. Auburn football news. We're the Woodward and, and Bernstein of Auburn football news. Sources close to the program. All right. We need a theme. We hate beat writers. Well, which so, is so, not so, true. Sources. That is not true. One of us has said that. It's not me. It's <laughs> not Brian. Might have been hating ass chief. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. No, it's that's a thing. All right, Ryan. Let's go a little football. Let's talk a little bit about um, what, what we've talked, what we've uncovered this week with Bill. Talking oh, about yeah. so old, old Bill C's got his S and P rankings. That was a terrible sentence. God, <laughs> professional <laughs> I, broadcast. I enjoyed it. Son of Crow uh, taking the whole way, the scenic route to get to the internet. <laughs> <Got> there eventually. <laughs> yeah. So the S and P rankings came out this week, and Auburn's looking pretty good. So if you don't know what they are, they're Bill Connolly's uh, projection numbers. You know, S and P is a they're they're his ranking system. Is an analytical uh, analytical schematic. If you. That you can, it's not necessarily predictive, he always says, but it is. It's, but it's, it's, not, it's, no, it's, it's not a resume tool. It's, I think it's more predictive than anything else. Yeah. I mean, because, 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 because he tunes it to what gives him the best percentages against the spread. spread yeah. And, right. But, and, he, but early in the year, he's always like, hey guys, look, it's early in the year. Yeah, have no other, he keeps any preseason data. predictions yeah. in. Longer than most people do in their. Right. In their I'd, I'd really like an explanation of how he does this this preseason ranking. So I because he so does what he does have, he has a couple of things that he brings in and it's recruiting rankings. Pat's past performance, which is he, he waits the last five years performance. Okay. He has returning production, which is like as an old uh, Phil Steele thing. Yeah. Uh, but he goes in more than just like returning starts. Phil Steele Ryan like was this guy that used to write for I, I <laughs> use the reference. Come on, Chief. <laughs> Uh, and then he, he's recruiting Steel impact. Mist. And I, I think this year he went to just the two-year recruiting impact, but I could be wrong on that. Um, or maybe he went from two to four okay. regardless. So he's got recruiting, returning production, and previous five years. Okay. Um, so with those I, things, I imagine these are less accurate than his 
in season. Well, these are actually these actually stay in the in season rankings. Okay. Yeah, he leaves them in. That's the so it's like he has. Eight, so this is like eighty percent of the weight of week one rankings, and then sixty percent of week comes on okay. phases out. Yeah. But anyways, he has Auburn as number eight in these yeah. rankings. Yeah, I saw that. Pretty, that's, um, pretty, that's not bad, right? Can we agree that's not bad? No, it's super good, Brian. It seems very strange to be eight. It's way good. When we are fifth in the SEC. <laughs> well, See. it just seems very strange to be eighth when we don't even know who our quarterback's going to be. So here's the thing. Outside of quarterback. Uh, we know who it's going to be. Joe Gateway. We saw him against Outside of quarterback, Auburn is one of the best teams in the country as far as returning production. We're actually <laughs> Outside quarterback is a terrible way to start. No, a yeah, yeah. Out, out, yeah. We return all outside of, our, of the offensive line. Yeah. Everything's great. We return all the offensive linemen. We only lose one guy we return on the defensive all. line. We return our entire secondary. Return all of our running backs. I will say, I read an article or a, an article, a, tw- couple, a list of tweets by another. That's all journalism is yeah, by another uh, SEC SB Nation guy from LSU mm-hmm. podcast, and he was oh, talking really? about. How Auburn is a team that he's actually worried about this year because we return our starting offensive line and running backs. And how, like, in the past, when Gus teams have done we play that, them there, though. When Gus teams have done that, I don't know if he's about losing to us. I think yeah. he's about us being a good team. Oh, yeah, winning yeah. every other game yeah. but the LSU Dude, game. <laughs> that, that's a marker of a good season. Oh, that's true. true. Winning true. game except for losing to LSU. True. I mean, there's no way we're going to win that game, right? It's there. What if she's going to predict this? Or, sorry, Crow's going to predict this to go twelve and zero. That's true. Oh, yeah. No, not after not after this. <laughs> the way the gymnastics screwed us over. Now I'm. Well, we didn't. We're, we're not. It's, it's, it's already over. The curse happened. It's hypothetical. <laughs> they haven't tanked. They put up their highest. Yeah. Well, they're going to lose every game here on out. This That's, team that we're not going to talk about put up their highest score ever on the road. Hypothetically. Look, I'm predicting them to lose every match from here on out. And so is soccer, and so is basketball, and so is football. Auburn sports are going to lose every game. So when they don't... Crows just handle the baseball, I'm not saying they're going to lose Baseball should lose in everything. All their baseball matches. <laughs> but you know what? When they don't, then this is a double reverse jinx, and I totally win. Yeah. Yeah. When they do, then I'm a wizard. So... <laughs> That's what the worst wizard. This is what I think that everyone that predicts doom and gloom for Auburn is. If they're wrong, they're wrong. They're just who cares? If they're right, then they're geniuses. I'm just Auburn Twitter now. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna lose every game, Ryan. Tell me how we're gonna lose football this year. (laughs) Even as the eighth ranked team in these rankings, we're still projected to go like eight and four. I know, and that's because because we have five games against top team opponent, top ten opponents. Yeah, and seven against top. (laughs) I mean, that's like. Yeah, it's a way hard it's, schedule. It's a way hard schedule. We better buckle up. That is, <laughs> that is abs- absurd. And it's Look. it's it's bad because I I put it to someone today who I was telling about these rankings as well. Uh, that well, I mean that's we'll probably win eight games against it, and that'll be a decent showing. And Gus like, will get fired. Yeah. And that's the lousy thing. Like not nine nine wins, ten wins would be amazing. Nine wins. The problem is nine wins keeps them safe this year, but it builds them no goodwill going into next year. Yeah. Yeah. And then 2020, I'm just going to give you a little preview, guys. 2020 is not going to be good. Oh, no. All our basket, uh, all of Gus's and Auburn's eggs are in the he 2019 basket. Ten win season this year. <laughs> and for us to win ten games will be basically a miracle. 
Miracle. Miracle. Miracle Guys, win. you heard it here first. <laughs> when Auburn has its miracle season, no, don't blame it on us. I'm predicting the opposite. James Jones put it the best. If if we win 11 games, if we were to go 11-1 and one against yeah. this schedule, it would be the greatest performance in NCAA history. I mean, you're already talking about a team that had to beat, had to beat, number one, two yeah. out of three weeks. Yeah. Did it. Then played them again. Then played them again. And that was not considered at the time like, hey, this is super unusual. Yeah. It's just like, that's the way cookie crumbles in the SEC. Like, Auburn fans' expectations should literally just be like, to survive. <laughs> if Auburn can survive the season with eight, and I, I consider surviving eight wins. That is a survivable season. Don't lose any Tennessee games. We don't have that many on schedule. You know what I mean? Like, no. beat the teams that you no, are. Our Tennessee this year is Florida. Yeah. So let me let me give you a little hint here. <laughs> Florida's sixth in the SEC. Florida's conference. super good. Yeah. Ugh. But if Auburn were to just beat all the teams on its schedule, it's ranked ahead of in the S and P, right? They, they win eight games. Seven and five. And that's oh, seven, 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 there's seven, five teams ahead of us. Yeah, that's yeah, it's Alabama surviving. one, Georgia two, LSU four. Sorry, I take it back. You're right, eight four. Eight four. LSU four, Florida six. Yeah. And Mississippi so State's ten. You beat And we play Oregon who is twentieth. Twentieth. And A and M's thirteenth. You play Oregon. You I don't believe these rankings with A&M and 13. Dude, A&M about to be good. Oh, no. And so is Jimbo I know. I know. I, I am sitting here, the John the Baptist of A&M in Florida. <laughs> I told him, no, a I, group text I've been telling people believe Florida, me. Like, Florida is trouble this year. When we talking about this early, yeah. like late last in the season, in – it's talking about Florida's not a like win game. Like we might lose that. It's there now. I will say this, but makes me laugh about A and M. Remember A and M had Kyler Murray on. Yeah, oh, yeah, he was not super great. Yeah, turns out like he was super, he's great. super great. How did you? Had a lot of stuff. He was the number one rated recruit in America. You know my opinion on that. Kevin Sumlin's not good. Yeah, he's not yeah. a good coach. Yeah, <laughs> number one rated recruit in America at high school. Number one in Texas, obviously. Goes to A&M. He's not super good. Goes to Oklahoma. Best player in America. <laughs> like, all right, so he's best player in America over here in high school. Makes you wonder about Kenny Trill. Maybe he those SEC defenses. Best player in America over here in Oklahoma. What happened in between, Kevin Sumlin? So if I'm actually... He didn't have Cliff what? Kingsbury as okay. his oh. offense coordinator? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, Lincoln Riley. Or Lincoln Riley. Hey, you guys watch. No, but um, his most successful years is Cliff Kingsbury was his OC. Yeah. Okay, I don't know if it was because Johnny Manziel was. I was talking about. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, some. are talking about. You guys know that. I'm calling it right here on the podcast. Now, this is the same guy who said that Bob Stutz is going to be coming to Auburn. Me. <laughs> or not Bob. I said. I said us. Cue the serial music. Cue the serial. Look. Kyler Murray's going to be the quarterback of the Arizona Cardinals next year. Number one pick in the draft. Probably, yeah. They're going to trade Rosen, who they just picked overall. Yeah. First pick last Guys, year. they're not afraid to trade people anymore. Klingsbury, King, Klingsbury. Klingsbury. Kingsbury's going to trade and get Kyler. He's going to be really good. He's really good. You think he's he'll be five better? Five foot nine than, and really good. Five foot nine, that yeah. guy is? Really? Yeah, he's James Harden. He's, he is. The James uh, Harden. Not James Harden. No, James Harden. like six five. Jared Harper. He's Jared Harper's height. There's yeah. no way he's five nine and playing quarterback. Really? When he goes to the combine and does not measure six feet tall, there are going to be teams who are like, "Oh man, I don't know." But then when he works out for that team, they're going to say, "Oh man, we better draft this guy." Those are the same teams I that don't know. loved Johnny Manziel for his, for his hand size. Jesus, yeah. Christ. 
Dude, five nine is short, but that dude can. All you had sleep. to do to know that you should never draft Johnny Manziel was read the uh, SI yeah. article, the ESPN article, the ESPN about article about him, the Wright Thompson article. Oh, good grief! Yeah. Like I, I saw that and I was like, <laughs> this guy can forget getting drafted. Yeah. Of course, the Browns drafted him. So whatever. Back to your sadness. Yeah. Well, here's to uh, a great football season. <laughs> yeah. With so, a miserable schedule. Uh, but you know what? At the season least, tickets are going to be great. At least we've got a... Uh, uh, yeah. At least we're breaking a new quarterback. Yeah, um, Bo. Bo knows. Throw him to the wolves. All right, guys. That's well. the end of the Orange and Tree. You've come to the end of the Orange and Tree podcast for this week. For this uh, week, not forever. Oh, I hope that you got really a great time. I have one more chump. Oh, yeah. Go Before for it. Before this is over. Oh, b- b- bonus chump of the week. <laughs> the referee in the Everton... Oh, gosh. <laughs> Watford match. Yeah, freaking Everton. Everton Guys, I hate Everton. (laughs) So, well, no one hates Everton as much as Everton uh, supporters, uh, as you rightly pointed out earlier. I have been asked you. The the referee at the end of that match, Kurt Zuma goes over to him. Zuma, Zuma, Zoom, Zoom, and a boom, boom. Uh, Zuma, Zoom, Zoom, and a boom, boom. Rob Shaker, as I call him, he he he's a center back um, for for the Everton Toffees. Anyway, he goes up to the referee after the final whistle is blown to ask him something. You can see him; he's not close to him. He's kind of uh, he's yeah. like a foot away. You can see him like gesturing with his hands. Um, and the referee pulls out his yellow yellow card, and then Zuma immediately turns and walks away. And then the referee pulls out his red card. Now, for those of you that don't know, you, to get a red card, you either do violent conduct, which is too, which is like if you touch the ref, severe. if you'd actually touch the ref, that's straight technically red. a straight targeting. red. Yeah, targeting. You, there's targeting a straight red. Um, if you get two yellow cards, you get a red card, and that's a one match ban. Kurt Zuma had not received a yellow card during this match, and he yeah. received a yellow card after the match was over, and then a red card. So somehow. he has to miss next match. So it, it's. Really bizarre. Like, hopefully no, that's the way the targeting is next year in football. Hopefully, it's, it could, yeah. I, yeah. Hope, I want the yellow card, red card system. In targeting. although that's people are talking about it. At the, that's <sighs> basically there's like there's a really bad yeah. red card targeting and then a regular so, targeting. So we're talking about targeting. so we're talking about uh, like uh, face masks. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. So if it's a but they can review it. If it's an egregious targeting, straight red, you're out of the game. Yeah. If it's a accidental incidental targeting, yellow card, you do another one of those. Out the game. Okay. Yeah, right. That's a good system. I can see that. Because throwing a guy out for some stuff they were throwing guys out for was stupid. Well, yeah, especially since you can like watch the replay a billion different ways and it, you're like, oh, well, that's targeting, or oh, that's not targeting. We need a sky judge. We do. And with that, we need sky we come to the hit. What? We need Skynet? Is that what you said? Sky judge. Sky guy? Skynet. No. Skynet or Skymirror? Skymirror is the name of a piece of art. Sky guy is what Ahsoka Tano calls Anakin Skywalker on Star Wars The Clone Wars. Gosh. (laughs) Gosh. (laughs) All right, I think we're done. Yeah. Bonus. Like I always say, just watch what you like. Is it really football without a tailgate party? I don't think so. Hi, I'm Scott Armstrong of Champ's Chicken and Beeline Foods. Let us do the cooking for your game day get-together. Delicious Champ's Chicken is always a crowd pleaser. And with Beeline Foods, great selection of tasty snacks and ice-cold drinks, including our awesome craft beer selection, we're your one-stop tailgating shop. Champ's Chicken and Beeline Foods. Fuel up, eat, drink, and think like a champ. 
Opelika Road next to Auburn Furniture. 